Here's some highlights from our interview with Devi Sankri Govinder, formerly a top journalist on Car Planche, and now she's moving on to very, very exciting projects. But here's our catch up with her. Tuesday with Taki on Red Radio. Broadcasting guy. Yeah, because, I mean, in a sense, every question you're asking is going to be reviewed by thousands of South Africans. Hmm. And I've, I've got to be knowledgeable. And if anyone had to ask you any questions, you had to be like, okay, yeah, I know. I know how to answer. <laughs> or... Exactly that. Especially if you're discussing something, you need to, you need to understand uh, what, what it's all about. So there's no shortcut to this, like with anything else. Um, I, I mean, I'm still a journalist. I will always continue to be one because... You know, moving on to other projects. But I think once that is in your DNA from a, a work ethic point of view, you start to realize, and I, I knew this very early on, there is nothing glamorous about working on television. Not at all. Wow. And, and I would often, I still get stopped at shopping centers and people think to me, oh, I want to be on TV. And I keep saying, well, what exactly do you want to be on TV? Because this is not, this is not Kardashians on speed. <laughs> <laughs> this is a whole different thing. You you have to know your subject material and know it well, especially for confrontations. I want, so why why is is being on TV? Why is it filled with so much pressure? I'm just very curious because I, I know a lot of people that say I want to be in the media industry. I want to do this and that, but they have no knowledge about what they want to get into. Mm. I just, well, it's it's pressurized because you've got to get it right. Yes, you can't talk nonsense. Yes, you need to know what you're doing. And and remember that it's then your responsibility to make sure that uh, a story is analyzed fairly because that's the thing, guys. If you want to do a story, then you need to do it fairly and you need to understand it from all points of view. And you can't walk around with this idea that, well, this is my opinion. You can keep your opinions to yourself. Hmm. This is about making sure that a story and the people that you're dealing with get treated fairly, mm-hmm. always. Yeah, and it must be quite hard because for me, I think many of the people that you're dealing with are in most cases are in the wrong. And it must Mm -hmm. be very hard for your personal bias not to creep in and to not actually really get so angry with them and lose your temper. Yeah, I mean, and I'm I'm somebody, you've been watching me all these years, you can see on my face exactly what I think. (laughs) (laughs) I've never been able to control my facial expressions. Um, So I just gave up many, many years ago. But I've always lived by this adage, whoever it is that I'm confronting, and I will only accuse based on evidence that I have, Mm. in my head, that person still deserves an opportunity to give his or her side of the story because nothing is black and white. There's shades of gray all the time. Mm -hmm. And I always reminded myself, even though the evidence may point elsewhere, I need to be double, triple sure because that guy's partner and his kids need to go to work and to school on a Monday morning. Yeah. So best, best I know for sure beyond a reasonable doubt. And I've managed to prove what I'm saying. And what has been your most infuriating interview? Most of the crooks I do are infuriating because (laughs) (laughs) you'll be presenting them with absolute fact and evidence. And they will still insist it's not their signature. They didn't know about it. It's somebody else's fault. 
sometimes we need to learn, and this, this is a South African thing. If you're wrong, admit it, say you're sorry, and tell me how you're going to make it better. Mm. Yeah. Because it's difficult for me to fight with somebody if they're saying, I'm sorry, and I am a sucker for, I'm sorry. If someone says, I'm sorry, it takes the wind out of my sails, I cannot fight with you anymore. Mm. I, I just want to know how are you going to make it better and how can we make sure that this never happens again? Wow. In terms of the uh, former President de Klerk's, um statement, what do you think mm-hmm. about that? I, just, I would love your opinion because we were just talking about it on the show. Can you in 2020 <laughs> say that it was what what happened in South Africa was not an atrocity? Wow. How, where, why? Mm. Uh, you, like, hello, my yeah. friends. Yeah, and for once, I mean, I, I, in in many ways, I disagree with with Malema, but I think he's raised such an important issue here. And 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 maybe not in the in, in the best area to do so. But I mean, there's a lot of investigating that needs to take place with this. I mean, what do you see the future within De Klerk being allowed into these um, into the sonar and so forth? Do you think it's going to carry on happening, or do you think something's going to change? There are a couple of things we need to look at. One, we live in South Africa, um, a diverse group of people. Uh, atrocities were committed. But we've also embraced that because the whole point Nelson Mandela made was this is a rainbow nation, guys. We've got to move forward together. But you can't move forward together if you are somebody that was responsible for and partly responsible. No, well, he was responsible. Yes, he was the president. Yes, the changes were made. Yes, Nobel Peace Prizes were shared and won. But you can't go into denial about what happened because then it's like saying, oh, it never happened. It happened. Acknowledge it mm. and move forward. Don't say it's not a this or a that. We don't need labels. Whatever it was wrong. Apartheid was wrong. Yeah. We don't need the UN or whoever it is to tell us it was wrong. We know in our hearts it's wrong. It was wrong. So as long as we're going to keep denying what happened, you're going to keep getting these kinds of disruptions. Yeah. Which holds us back, but also takes us forward. Because if we don't, you know that old adage. If you don't sort out the past and make peace with it, you cannot move forward. Yes. What do you say to the people that say that Mandela's legacy was a betrayal to the black people of South Africa because they didn't get everything that they were owed, per se? I'm just very curious on your opinion on that. Well, I think we need to look at what our present government is doing because... There's no way Madiba would have been able to click his fingers and in a year we would have been able to resolve any of our legacy issues from housing to um, to the distribution of wealth. That would never have happened. So we need to look down the road and say, well, who's been in charge over the last couple of years? Who's in charge now? And this are all the political parties because everybody does make their voices heard. Just think about it. What other option, responsible option, did Madiba have? Mm. Mm. If, if we didn't do it the way we did, people would have died. And yeah. we forget how turbulent those times, times were. We forget that just before our first election in 1994, bombs were going off at, at Oar Tambo. We forget that it, it was a violent, violent past that took many lives. I'm not sure what other option he had. Yeah. 
Well, there we go. We've got we've just been chatting about this and it's so interesting to get your perspective on all of that. But um, I've been so curious because on one of your Instagram posts, you say, yes, let's blame Trevor Noah. So are you, <laughs> are you able to inform us on what the next steps are for Devi? <laughs> no, I can't. So I signed an NDA. So <laughs> luckily they made me do that because I would have been so excited. I would have been telling everybody. And we, we thought we were uh, going to get the first scoop. I'm not going to lie. Scoop. We thought we were going to get the first scoop. <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm off on new television adventures, um, which is really exciting. And when I'm ready, I'll, everybody will know about it. The reason why I said, yes, let's blame Trevor. No, it's because during that week that I spent in New York, he said something to me in an interview. He said, I said to him, you know, how do you keep reinventing yourself? How do you keep making sure that you stay relevant? Um, and he said, well, you've got to think to yourself. I'm at the top of my game now. Where do I go where I start all over again and I'm at the bottom of the pile and work mm. myself up? That's how you stay relevant. You keep learning new things. And it's stuck in my head since 2017. Yeah. And, and, and last year, I thought, well, my daughter finished matric last year. She's on her way to the States in August on a golf scholarship. My son is in grade 10. Uh, carte Blanche was my middle child. <laughs> <laughs> it really was. So what what do I get to do next? Um, to 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 go to the bottom of the pile somewhere else, learn new things, and be in a new space. And it's a difficult decision to make when you are happy where you are. Yeah, I was blissfully happy at Carte Blanche. I mean, we're all great friends, and we parted um, in amazing ways. But I know I'm free to pop in there whenever I feel like it, which is really amazing. I mean, we've got so many comments coming through about how everybody is so excited to see what your new ventures are. And um, a voice, especially from the youth, is just saying thank you from your, for your contribution to South Africa. And um, your legacy is definitely going to live on. And um, we're so excited to see what's coming up next. But thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. Really Can I do a shout out very quickly? Yes, yes absolutely. Absolutely. So my niece and nephew are at your school. Oh, okay. And I want to I do a shout out to Aditi and Nikendra Reddy. Hey, it's me. <laughs> Crazy auntie. <laughs> now your whole school knows. Sorry about that. No, 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 no. We, 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 we want we, we loved that. We loved it. We loved more, more. <laughs> anyway, that's Debbie Sankri Govender. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, Thank you, guys. We hope to chat to you soon and we look forward to what's all coming up next.